0: feeling about this welcome to episode 371 of blue harvest i'm your host paul's burkhart and i'm your host will Witten. Boy, I'm going to feel real... Okay, yeah, it's, it's episode 371. ma'am. I feel like I used to keep track of that a lot better. I don't know. Uh, so, we got a fucking awesome episode and order to talk about this week. Didn't we, though? Uh, and most importantly, though, I mean, probably the biggest Star Wars news of the week is new Star Wars stuff in Fortnite. Am I right? Yes, sir. Yeah. You knew that was going to be talked about. You knew my dumbass was going to be talking about Star Wars stuff and Fortnite. Um,
3: I mean, you got to. Yeah. It's something that we're into and that we love. So, we are um, going
0: to talk about both of those. In the meantime, you guys should check out BlueHarvest.rocks for all your Blue Harvest needs, I guess. Huh? You can find our Twitter, our Twitch, and our Instagram over there. You can find links to our Patreon, where you get all kinds of exclusive bonus podcast content. Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. Thanks to all the patrons that are signed up. We appreciate you guys. Um, Speaking of the Twitch, we've been streaming over on the Blue Harvest Twitch channel quite a bit. Might even do a little bit after this. Recording, which, why I even bring it up, considering this isn't going up in the morning? I don't know. I'm not quite sure anymore. (laughs) But... What is time? Listen, there is going to be a very special stream next week with a very special guest on November the 9th, uh, I believe. uh, So I'm going to be pretty much streaming God of War Ragnarok all day that day. I am going to have to take a couple of hours of a break to get set up for the the guest in the afternoon. And then I'll be back streaming again. I would think no later, depending on when the guest gets here, no later than like 7 Central, 8 Eastern, which I guess would be 5 Pacific, on November Mm -hmm. 9th. Very special guest coming to the stream. You guys should come hang out. Show this guest that I'm not some cock a small-time guy. You know what I mean. Come hang out and mm-hmm. chat. It's a good time. So, um, there's only two people, in this, on this, on God's green earth, who know who the special guests are, and that's Will and Steve. And I told Chat I've been hyping it up on stream that I would I would let like if they guessed it I would let them know, knowing that in there is no way anybody would guess (laughs) it right like absolutely no way and i've I've so far been right everybody's guessing james spader vladi divak adriana chechik fucking jean-claude van damme listen guys if it was one of those four those are good guesses if it was one of those four people i don't know that i would be able to keep it a secret you know So you think a little smaller, but still a a big, huge guest, Uh, a big, huge guest for someone of, you know, sort of my standing as far as the whole streaming thing goes. But uh, I'm expecting it to be a good time, buddy. I, so just a quick heads up. I had a medical thing today, like not a medical Mm -hmm. emergency, but like a medical procedure and still feeling a little foggy headed from the anesthesia. So uh, bear with me, guys. And uh, if this one's a little shorter than usual, or we don't get to all our voicemails and emails, just understand we'll we'll catch up. We will. Um, so I I ordered a capture card, right? Capture card is a device that will allow me to stream console games from my PC, right? Right. Uh, you know, it was it was it was an upgrade to the, my my new PC that I knew I was going to make eventually, but sort of God of War coming out next week accelerated that timeline a little bit and Mm -hmm. obviously like i said i was i had anesthesia this morning so was a little foggy headed but man boy i hope that's the last modification i have to make to this damn pc i'm just a nervous wreck the whole time that i'm gonna fuck something up or oh really yeah man i just so far like I, i didn't stream any of it but i did test Test the capture card and it seems to be working well. It seems like I got it set up, so so far so good. I believe in your abilities. You're good at that kind of stuff. I appreciate it, buddy. It just makes me nervous, you know? It's quite a quite an
3: investment in oh, this I mean,
0: PC and I don't want them It's
3: delicate machinery, I get it.
0: Yeah. Speaking of delicate machinery, I think we should hit the big topic first. How was your Halloween? How was the kids trick or treating?
3: It was good. Yeah, it was good. They loved it. They were super excited, buddy. They had a great time. They got a bunch of candy. It was great. It really was a good night. Man, you you got some cute kids, dude. Thank you, man. <laughs> the,
0: Thank uh, you. The pictures you sent me of Liam all in his Ghostbuster gear and and Olivia as the bat were so cute. Oh yeah. Uh, it she seemed, was
3: a good little bat.
0: It seemed like uh, Ghostbusters was a running theme with my friends and their kids because Steele and his whole family did like a family Ghostbusters costume,
3: and it. Ruled. I saw that picture. That was really good. I mean, that was really good. The whole family, the Marshmallow Man, the Ghostbuster, and Janine. Janine was on point. His wife. I mean, that was on point. What? Um. So you know, I remember
0: being as like as a kid you know the first couple of trick-or-treat experiences that i can remember like candy is candy right you're excited for just about any candy you're getting on halloween but then as you get older like you know you sort of develop your own little internal candy tier list what about of course what about my dude liam what is does he is he like
3: or is just is he still at the stage where it's candy you know like you know it, for the most part, it's candy. But there are certain things where he's like, "I'm not really. I don't really like this. Uh, Tootsie rolls. My man doesn't really like Tootsie rolls. Ah, I kind of get it. I can kind. I can give or take a Tootsie roll. The Whoppers, the Malta milk balls. Ooh. I guess is what they are. He mm-hmm. doesn't like those either. Oh, I like those. I do. like uh, those. But all the chocolate, you know, all every all the gummy, every sucker. Twizzlers good. You know, like. Okay. it's just the uh, it's the it's the the handful of those things that he does not care for.
0: I gotcha.
3: I gotcha. <clears throat> well, buddy, so what day
0: was it? It must have been shit Tuesday, I guess. yes, Tuesday. I woke up and I had a bunch of texts and a bunch of notifications on social media. and I was like, what the fuck is going on? like, you know, like, I just woke up, and my eyes are all still blurry and shit. I'm looking at my phone trying to figure out what's, what's happening. I'm like, uh, did did they announce, like, another season of Book of Boba Fett? No, uh, something almost as good. New Star Wars shit in Fortnite, baby.
3: Yeah, baby. And
0: boy, did I get tagged in a lot of fucking mentions and texts and stuff. Rightfully so, because, I mean, look, clearly those are two things I'm very interested in and they did like a uh an original trilogy set they did uh Luke Leia and Han and I gotta say all of them are so kick-ass like they do such a good job with yeah, their character they're really good facts. um the fact that each of them have their different styles so like Luke you can do like Tatooine farm boy Luke or Jedi Knight Luke with or without the hood up. Um, You can do a New Hope Leia with or without the hood up or uh, Boosh Boush Boosh with or without the helmet. And then Han, you can do like you know normal ass Han Solo or him with his Return of the Jedi trench coat, the camo trench coat. Like man, you knows you guys know how to get me to spend a couple of bucks on Fortnite. Y'all need to chill out
3: mm mm-hmm. <laughs> they
0: got you, and man I got your number Has it been a blast playing in because it's Skywalker week, so they brought back all the Star Wars stuff in the game too so there's lightsabers, lightsabers are
3: everywhere blue everywhere. and green
0: yep uh lightsabers e elevens Vaders back on the map it is just a good god dang time, man uh, and it's real slick. When you when you get your buddies together and you have like a full Star Wars squad too. like everybody decked out in Star Wars skins looks pretty slick rolling together as a squad. I might That's add. true. And then I'm sitting here at my desk sort of dicking around on my computer, um, setting some stuff up on like my uh, stream labs for my stream. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I should go check the item store, the Fortnite item store, before Will's ready to record. Just peek my head in. See what's going on. And I'll be damned if they didn't list every single other Star Wars skin. Oh, my goodness. In the store. So, like, they've got uh, Fennec Shand and Black Crescenton, right? They have yeah. uh, Kylo, Ray, Finn, and the Sith Trooper from the sequel trilogy. And um, uh, what was the other? Uh, the regular Stormtrooper, the original trilogy Stormtrooper, mm. all up on the store, all in my possession now. <laughs> oh, my oh goodness. and Obi Wan, and Obi Wan, Obi Wan, and and once again they did. They and these, you know, these are skins that they had released before that we just missed out on because we weren't playing Fortnite at the time. But all of right, them are right. awesome. Like the gliders I- are awesome. The back the back um, of the ornaments are awesome
3: are boba fett and the mando up there
0: boba fett is but mando is not mando was not okay. up there uh boba fett's up there Phoenix shand is up there and black chrysanthemum are up there as far okay. as the tv stuff well and obi-wan because it's it's obi-wan from the show oh cool although his glider not that i'm complaining because it's cool is uh the Jedi Starfighter, his Jedi Starfighter from Episode 3.
3: Oh, that's neat. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Wh- I liked the design of the Jedi Starfighters. I liked both versions. I thought both versions were really sick. Honestly, I might mm-hmm. kind of slightly prefer the ones in Attack of the Clones. I like that sort of um, angular,
3: triangle looking mm-hmm. ship very sharp looking and I love I like they... the fact that it had an add-on for hyperspace yeah, like you, a hyperspace you took the words right charger. out of my mouth I, oh I'm sorry
0: no no I love the hyperspace ring that it docks into I think that's so fucking cool um and I think the ones in, in episode 3 are really cool too I just think maybe I slightly pref- prefer the uh the ones in attack of the clones oh they're so mm-hmm. cool man oh no. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, Fortnite plus Star Wars is a real good time. Really good time. Makes me very happy to be play, playing that goofy ass game, dressed up as Star Wars characters,
3: and slinging lightsabers.
0: Boy, do I have a lot of options now. Yeah. You did do. I mention that Zori Bliss is also a skin? Did oh, I, that's cool. Did I? I don't know if I meant, but she's another one that was up did. on the store. My goodness. So, buddy, second biggest piece of Star Wars news for the week. I'm just saying this to, like, really chap some asses out there. They know it's a bit, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But we got episode nine of Andor, and it was really good, as this series continues to be really good.
3: It really was. But, I loved
0: it. Yeah, man. Uh, What were some of your takeaways <laughs> from this episode?
3: This episode, uh well, first off, I'll start with Cyril's little Cyril's thing. Like, that is creepy. Like, it is creepy. And once you figure out that, like, he's stalking her, I mean, yeah, he's got the hotspore, but what he's really turned on is that the fact that he is pursuing Cassian Andor and that she, you know, was meeting out justice. Like, it's kind of twisted. Buddy. Like, yeah. I
0: continually have started to get like Norman Bates vibes from Cyril like his mom needs to watch out or I'm telling you he's gonna
3: snap and kill her
0: yeah that's there's gonna be some Bates Motel shit going on um he was like you looked at my shit mom
3: (laughs) he sure did didn't he Mm -hmm. (laughs) (coughs) he got a promotion and his balls got big and then he thinks he's going to pull some espionage. stuff. he's trying to force his way into the ISB. So that's okay.
0: That's what I was trying to figure out. And maybe it's just something that I missed because buddy, I'll tell you, I love this show. I think it's great. I mean, obviously, you know, I, um, I talk about it glowingly every week, but it is the show, uh, the single most, I feel like I missed something. Show in the Star Wars lineup. Like, really? So maybe you can help me um, clarify this. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, okay. He tells his mom he got a promotion, right? Right. Um, did he actually get um, a promotion, or is this him hoping? that he'll find his way on to like Dedra's no, team.
3: No. He says it again when he when he sees Dedra outside the um Dedra outside the ISB. He says, you know, I wanted to thank you for the promotion and she's like, I didn't promote you, we just cleared your record. And so either he oh, just got promoted, okay, okay. because he had a clean record or cuz he was doing good enough work or maybe the ISB maybe, you know, maybe she did say something. I don't know, but he got promoted. I'll be damned. Okay. Okay. That's his excuse for stalking her in the beginning. It's to thank her for the promotion.
0: Well, listen, you uh, like literally, you just cleared that whole thing up for me. I watched it twice. I made myself watch it again. I wanted to watch it today. I wanted to watch it twice, but I had to. I don't know what
3: it is, man. Um, but there's another element I I'll, I'll wonder if you caught because I had I didn't catch it till the second watch. We'll oh, we'll see if
0: we when we get there. Oh, I can't wait then.
3: Ooh, you're ooh,
0: you're teasing me. Getting excited mm. here. Uh um, slap and tickle. I don't know what the deal is, right? But like mm-hmm. it seems like the I guess in my damn ass old age, anesthesia really messes with me really Mm -hmm. messes with me now so like i spent a lot of time sort of sleeping that off today and didn't get a chance to
3: rewatch it yeah Um, one of the interesting things about anesthesia is like we know that it works but we don't necessarily know why it is one of the funny things about anesthesia yeah Mm. we know that it renders you unconscious but we're not entirely sure like why or how that exactly that process happens from what i understand I'll
0: tell you what, you'd think you'd wake up from that shit feeling rested. No, sir. No, sir. It's a different <laughs> kind of sleep. You know what I mean?
3: Different uh, kind
0: of sleep going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So what was the other uh, element that you caught on the second uh, viewing that you were wondering if I caught?
3: Well, Let's keep talking about it. We'll see if right. we get there. I'll, okay. We'll do it at the end. All right. Um. um but yeah, I, buddy.
0: I don't need his mom. needs to chill out. That's all I'm saying.
3: I don't know what's gonna happen there. She she's either gonna like have a heart attack in front of him or something, and it's really gonna mess him up, or he is gonna snap on her and like we won't ever see her again, or you know you know something's gonna happen. hmm And they still are teasing Uncle Harlow, right? So we finally find out who Vel is, or how uh, Vel is related to. Yep. The hierarchy. Um And that's really cool. That that scene's very charged. Everyone's acting their ass off in these scenes, by oh my
0: the way. God. Um like and, and once again, I'm I mean this is no disrespect to anything that has come before this, right? But this show really is legitimately like one of the best acted. Pieces of Star Wars content we've ever gotten, right? Like it really is. There's just something a, a little. There's a little extra spice to it, or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting because, um, I was starting to see sort of an increase in speculation about who Vel might be related to, and you know, I saw a lot of people wondering if maybe she was um, Luthen's daughter. But it turns mm-hmm. out she's uh, she's old Mon Mothma's cousin. I thought that
3: was very interesting. Is she Mon Mothma's cousin or sister? Because she calls her, the daughter calls her like Aunt Belle, which like I know you would do for an older cousin or something as well.
0: Well, they said, okay, so when when she got in the car, right, the driver said,
3: your cousin's here. Yeah, but is that part of Belle's cover? you know, as like a relative, but maybe not. Well, I guess she would need to be, you're, you're right. It would need yeah. to be this to be a cover. It would need to be this, sp- the specific. Well, yeah. And to be a cover, it would have to be
0: like, you would just wouldn't say you were related at all. You know, like mm-hmm. what does the difference make cousin or sister? And like, how, how's it a cover if like everybody else, including your family know you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Well, that was just one of the elements it, that I was confused about.
0: I think it's probably like one of those situations where, Because it goes on in my family, right? Like, my goddaughter calls me Uncle Halls, right? Yeah, right. She is my cousin, right? She's, like, my second cousin or something like that. Um, So I think it's just one of those situations. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway. Uh, By um, the way, big fan of Val. Big old fan of Val, might I just add. I'm going to slap that silly-ass white samurai haircut off of Mon Mothma's husband talking like that about her. What a douche. And I'm a white guy who loves samurai.
3: Yeah, right. But you want to see it on somebody that's respectful. Watching Uh, this smug asshole dress like that and wear that top knot, I'm going to slap that top knot Mm -hmm. right off. I'd cut that thing off your head myself while you cried on your knees.
0: Ooh. I like
3: it. I like it.
0: Um, yeah, like when he was talking shit and being like, uh, well, he's probably, you're a little probably basically saying she's past her prime or whatever to find a yeah. husband. And then, yeah, I got to say like her she's saying quick, sharp wit. Yeah. When she was like, uh, yeah, I guess all the good ones are taken and her and mom Mothma make that face to each other. I was like, it Ooh, was okay. smart. that's pretty good. <laughs> that really yeah, that's pretty
3: good. good. Um, she straight up uses Cynthia's line about the rebellion comes first and we get everything else that's left. Sure that was something Centa said to her in the mm-hmm. last episode, I believe. Yep. Sure is.
0: It sure enough is. Um, the, the prison stuff, man. Whoa.
3: Man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness.
0: Let me ask you this. Okay. So, I'm sure we'll find out next week, but what do you think Cassian's doing with... That pipe or whatever it is he's sawing in the bathroom. I don't know. Yeah, I was
3: trying to figure out like... My assumption is that he was going to create some sort of major mechanical malfunction that they would have to either come fix or address in order to create a distraction or a way out.
0: To get enough boots Mm -hmm. to
3: steal to get out.
0: I kind of wondered if that was going to be the case myself even kind of wondered if maybe that was going to like mess up the um the elevator like because remember he's talking to that guy and he's like no we we stop the elevator we stop it from moving or whatever it he says but i don't now, think that makes a lot a of
3: sense hit. too i had thought about that um i thought he was probing for information at that point oh i like
0: when he when he comes out of the bathroom and that and he and that guy are talking like going over different possibilities and yeah you know talking about how like oh well so the uh the they're touching the handrail which means like that's not electrified or whatever sort of mm-hmm. figuring things out oh right man watch those two dudes talk about their escape plans all day all day
3: Oh, man, and then watching that poor old man have a stroke. Oh, dude. That's tough. And the way they're trying to take care of him and cover for him, like, that is tough.
0: It is tough, man. And, like, the thing that sucks is, you know, you get introduced to that character and immediately you're like, uh uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, this guy ain't. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I don't know that this We saw it
3: coming. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But that doesn't make it any easier. Or any, um, it doesn't. And dude, man, like that whole okay. scene where, like, and and they telegraph it so early on too, where they're like, um, his hands hurting and your and shit, and you're like, oh, man, well, somebody's yeah. been somebody signed a contract for two episodes, right? Um, man, I feel real sorry for that guy. Real sorry for that
3: fellow right there. Who's the Gollum actor? Andy Circus. Andy Circus. I knew that, but I was blanking for some reason. Okay, first, Andy Circus's character doesn't want to talk about logistics. like doesn't want to talk about logistics of the the facility or how many guards there are. He's like they're, you know, basically acting like they're listening. Uh, and then at the end, when he finds out, that none of them are going to make it out of there alive like he he instantly oh. starts talking about
0: well dude i mean logistics you want to talk about an ending to an episode of tv that made me like cheer was him answering the questions how many guards are there per level and the the no more than 12 yeah those four words i was like let's go Let's yeah, go! Show let's me go. the
3: next episode right now. Mm-hmm, absolutely Woo. right. Andy Circus is badass in this role too. You see the horror on his face. You know when he talks to the other crew mm-hmm. boss, and you know they're finding out that someone released from level four, ended no, up on two. On, uh, yeah, ended up on two, and a word got out on level two, and they killed everybody on level two. Yep, the whole floor. They fried to keep the, the whole roller. floor. To keep the rumor from spreading, like you never, you're never getting
0: out. Like that realization that like Andy Circus has been towing the line and being like a bootlicker for these assholes for who knows how long, right? Like yeah, only he's got a realize. year
3: over a year left on his sentence, and
0: yeah, he thinks he's on his way out. Like he's like, I just got to stick with it. I'm out. of I'm a free man. And then that realization of like, oh no, you're like they don't they don't intend on letting anybody out oh dude the realization on his face insane right labor camp where you work till you die and oh yeah uh, that you mentioned it as well like cassian probing him for uh information um yeah and trying and he's like nope nope sitting there eating a plate of what looked like wet
3: cat food yeah, is
0: that the food with taste? Is that what it tastes like? Is wet cat
3: food? I wasn't paying. I don't. I've forgotten their table number. You know, so they'll call out what table number wins and who gets electrocuted or whatever. Well, something tells I've me the um, what table number they are.
0: Something tells me that Andy Circus gets flavor in his food every night, right? He's the pit boss.
3: I don't know. I don't see them being that kind.
4: Mm,
0: yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. Maybe it, maybe he's got a quota of his own that if he meets. He gets flavor in his food. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. You're probably right on that one, buddy. Yeah, that seems a little too
3: generous. Um, let me. Okay, see. so the torture of poor Bigs Colleen. Oh my God, dude! Uh, okay, I got to give props for the horrifying element that you basically pulled a sound from a now extinct people. Uh, that drives you know, they make a sound when they die that drives people crazy, right? Like sort well, of Cthulhuian. Well, uh, like, yeah, and it sounds like that they took the original sound and like
0: honed in on a specific frequency or something and amplified a that. a yeah. section
3: of it that is children mm-hmm. screaming when mm-hmm. they die. Uh, so, um, that's a really fucked up torture. It's also kind of mystical galactic, you know, at yeah. the same token. Yeah,
0: there's something about that that's, like, that has that.
3: Because, you know, like, the the idea of, like. Um, kind of like the Borgullet that can, like, read your mind or torture you, you know, well, psychically. Right, but, like, the, the idea of
0: using, like, audio like that to. Um, as a torture device isn't necessarily that fucking sci-fi you know like there's right. there's definitely things like that that go on but to like give it that extra star wars like spice to it and make it mm-hmm. even a little darker it's pretty fucking ingenious mm-hmm. i can definitely think about plenty of things that that could be that uh would drive me to i would spill my guts immediately you know what i mean
3: mm-hmm
0: it doesn't even have to be what they just, they just, uh, described.
3: Okay. This is the part that be I didn't realize rock and roll. She, she broke her, right? Like, yes, this is the part that I didn't catch until the second one walk through. Cause in the big meeting, she says, Colleen gave us, you know, every part that came through when and when and where, you know? Uh huh. So she broke her. Like she broke bigs to the, you know, she gave oh, her yeah, what it she worked. about the parts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely worked. Um, man. and they're gonna hang her boss, or the the guy who owned the yard with the radio in it. Yep, he's dead, basically. And
0: I can't imagine that things are gonna go super well for Bix either. I mean, I know they—I don't think they specifically mentioned anything like that, but you know, like once again, they may use
3: her as the bait package, like his mom.
0: Yep. Yep. I think that's exactly what they're going to do. I think you are. I think this. So I think he will escape next episode and then the last two episodes will be him returning to Ferrex, and, you know, them using his mom and Bix as bait and
3: stuff. And he may come out swinging, (laughs) you know, swinging, swinging a hammer. Yeah, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I,
0: I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. And,
3: and we'll the, see his galvanization into being a rebel and how far he's really willing to go to fuck their shit up. Yep. I think his experience
0: in this prison and I think whatever the fuck happens in those last two episodes will will be the final push. It'll be
3: his crucible.
0: Yep. And, and he I will think, come out on the yeah, other end. Unfortunately, I think it's probably gonna involve poor Marva, his mom. I oh, think. she's done for too. Yeah. Yeah. She
3: and Biggs both are done. I don't think. Well, I don't think Bix is done for. Um, I mean, I think it's fifty-fifty. I mean, it'd be great if she stayed. I think she's just as likely to bite it. Um, I so I would also tend to agree with that, and the
0: only reason I I am not currently agreeing with that is because this is, and this is kind of cheating a little bit, but I'm pretty sure unless I dreamt this up. Um, just because I like that lady so much. But I'm pretty sure I saw a, a headline that she signed on to be in more Star Wars. Oh, um, well, man. And I can't imagine. And Cassian
3: like, season two, then.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, now, d- 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 I don't think that uh, means she's a shoe in to make it through the entire series, though, you know? Um, oh, yeah. But regardless of that. They didn't stop messing with her, too. Shit. It's fucking psycho stuff going on in the Empire. That doctor guy is terrifying. Woo!
3: The the young one that's laughing about everything? Yeah,
0: well, the one who, who is administering the torture. Gorm or Gort? Whatever. Whatever that dude's name is. Terrifying.
3: Yeah, he's way too into it. Mm-hmm. You
0: know he was hanging out with Dr. Eveson, right? Oh yeah,
3: oh yeah. Um, he just hadn't run afoul of the Empire yet. Well, yeah, he's well, been doing everything he was told. Well, yeah, they they uh
0: they ended up hiring his ass. They were like, "Oh, Doctor Eva's and he's got a fucked up face and hangs out with a walrus dude and I don't know. I don't think I mean, let's get that other guy, that real psycho guy that's in kind audio of an with-
3: asshole when he starts drinking space ale. Yeah, yeah." um
0: oh man i can't wait to see how they break out i cannot and whoo you want to talk about some people who uh there's gonna there's gonna be as drowning pool once said let the bodies hit the floor do you think anybody will make it out with him i don't think he'll be the only one that makes it out successfully i do really you think Cassian yeah. will be the only one I really want Andy Circus to make it out oh
3: no sir I
0: don't not I, happening buddy I'm kind of with you I don't think he will but I want him to you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like when I think about it I'm kind of with you where I think um I just don't see it happening but I want it to so bad because I like that character so much
3: the only guy that might make it out is kind of the the one that Andy Circus picks on yeah, could be. Could be. Hm. Mm. Man, when
0: when they were uh ugh, asking for the bag and the tr- I just Man, the the callousness of that doctor guy who's like hold his shoulders, hold his legs or hold his, mm-hmm. his feet or whatever. Man, that poor old guy. It
3: is sad. I mean, I know. And I get, but I I mean, I see the the, the Horrible nature of it from the doctor too. Like I can't help you. Like I can't help him or fix him. He'd either die slowly or I send him off on his way. No, I get it. I get it. And plus, that doctor clearly,
0: I think he saw or had to was part of the crew that had to clean up everybody from level two.
3: He's a prisoner. Oh, he's he got his shoes is. off.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's so, certainly. Like, he's yes. You know, but he's the a one medical that gives criminal. Them- He's the one that gives them the uh the information, right? About That's
3: right. That's so right. So
0: I I think he saw that shit. And he's and like he has also come to the realization, if if it wasn't before this, that like, no, nobody's getting out of here. Man. Love to know what they're making. Love to know what that rack those racks are. What they're putting on I those. I think racks. it would be too mundane. Probably. You're probably right, but it sure does fascinate me. That's gonna be like a visual dictionary entry for sure.
3: It's the star is the star is the um Death Star being built at the moment?
0: Oh yeah. The Death Star. Oh yeah. It's still five years because before if New you it
3: certainly is. If you use that shape, that spider like shape, um, you know, enough of those could build a a globe. You know, the structure of a,
0: a globe. Yeah, I see I was kind of wondering that myself, right? Like it would be to me, it would be kind of an interesting correlation to have Cassian working on Death Star parts and shit. How mm-hmm. that, but I also wonder there are
3: just so many. Oh, dude, yeah, because you got to think yeah, they're mass mass producing them on every level. Yeah, I mean, there may be other things on other levels. Maybe I guess technically like, there could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, right. Like maybe
0: maybe they're just in the uh, the weird starfish.
3: My mind just goes to like an 8080 part. I don't know why it looks the right size. It looks like it might mm-hmm. do something special for that giant machine.
0: I, buddy, I, I don't know. Every time they, I see them making those, I'm like, what are they? What are What are they making here? But yeah, you got to think, right? So each each floor has so many rooms, right? And there's so many teams in those rooms. and those rooms run, On two different 12 hour shifts. There's the morning shift and the night shift. Mm -hmm. So, like, yes, there are constantly people cranking whatever the fuck that is out.
3: And there are new people arriving every day. And it's as simple as, oh, you wipe a whole floor. The line that's fucked up is like, we're cheaper and easier to replace than droids. I know, know, right? You send all you do, you do a police crackdown. You know, you know, a stormtrooper crackdown through any system that's running low on labor, boom—you just throw some people in jail for nothing and send them to the labor camp.
0: I mean, that's exactly what happened to Cassian, right? Uh, like,
3: yeah, I know. Like,
0: like that's exactly what happened—is he just came across the wrong fucking dickhead stormtrooper, and uh, next thing you know, he's sent off to this fucking making iPhones and shit or whatever it is ipads <laughs>
3: my eye rock
0: my eye rock um and then uh, the stuff with the rebel pilot like where they captured the rebel pilot and then they're going to I wonder who
3: that is i guess it's not going to matter because he's I, about to be dead
0: yeah i kind of so that was <gasps> at first my reaction was "Ooh, who that who's that rebel pilot going to be and that's just from you know sort of being it's sort of baked into my thought process of, as being a star wars fan in the last few years where it's kind of always somebody right in those situations right. like you know if this was another show and they talked about some rebel pilot you know people would be like oh shit next <laughs> week wedge antilles or porkins or biggs is showing up you know mm-hmm. um but that doesn't right. that's not really the and or way. It's kinda of hard to unlearn yeah. that though, after the last few years of being a Star Wars fan, right?
3: Yeah. We may get the scene next time, next episode of them finding the damaged ship with his body in the cockpit.
0: Yeah, and did you hear they mentioned uh Cafrine? You know Kaffreen is like the, the ring. I did of not Cafrine. know what
3: no, I did not know what relevance it had, but I assume it I assumed you would know.
0: Kaffreen is the uh the opening planet from rogue one it's the planet where Cassian kills that informant guy okay the ring of Kaffreen. okay a little reference there uh, all right buddy well you know what let's um since I'm uh I got limited gas in the tank today let's uh let's listen to a little song and hear from some of our friends and continue the conversation on that way how's that sound buddy
3: yeah man, little titty. About a man named Kitty.
1: Kia D! Kia D.
3: Kitty! Cockhead! The only Jedi master who can crush box Kitty! Cockhead! Running around swinging bitches with his cockhead! He's a big surrean stud. He loves to split chicks with his butt! Kitty, cockhead! Stroke his cone and sucked on his ball's Kitty! Cockhead! What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge, but he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow. Cockhead! Ruhert! Cockhead!
4: Harzberger! Cockhead! Will win! cockade
0: You know, I, I know we've been playing that song for over five years on this show now, and it's just kind of like second nature, you know? Like, oh, yeah, this is where we listen to the Cockhead song.
4: But I At least got, hear it
0: once a week. I, I got to say, Steve, Steve-A-D, he's got a powerful fucking voice, my dude. Like, he's going all out on that. Like, sometimes you just got to sit back and soak it in, like, the first time you heard it, you know? All right. <sighs> So uh, let's hear from our buddy uh, King Tom. By the way, if you want to be like King Tom or any of other friends, other uh, friends here, uh, Blue Harvest Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Hey there, Hos and Will. So one of the things about Android I love is oh that it's giving us all these.
0: Okay, little little technical difficulty there. We lost mm-hmm. Will, but we're back. Let's
1: do this. Hey there, Hos and Will. So one of the things about Andor I love is that it's giving us all these great storylines of these characters, and the ones, the one that I'm interested in the least, it's going to sound weird, is the one about Cyril and his mother. But really? having said that, it's damn compelling and it's still very interesting. And you know, watching them uh, about the, the mother, I can't decide if it's if it's like Han Solo said, if either I'm going to kill her or I'm beginning to like her. And, you know, you look at Cyril and wonder if he's a fascist little asshole because of the way he was raised or he's a fascist little asshole because he's a fascist little asshole. And I kind of think it's that latter one because he's, you know, he's an adult. He's making all his choices. And that's something that Star Wars has taught us all along, that it's, you know, the person you are is the choices you make, not necessarily where you come from. Um, Related to that, though, uh, it was kind of a little throwaway thing. Uh, but she mentioned you know when when we found out she was snooping in his room uh she mentioned or i think he mentioned but his his mystery box is a little secret box and i I, do, I doubt we'll come back to that but what do you think mm. was in Cyril Cyril's little mystery box well it certainly um, is in space you mean. know I, I was thinking at first it was like pictures of Deidre, or something like that. But then I got to thinking, and you know, what do you think? And I want to want to get your guys' opinion. What do you think's in the box? But I think that Cyril was writing fan fiction about Sheev Palpatine, the alpha male of the ga- the galaxy. That's what I think. It was <laughs> Fantasy level fantasies, if you know what I mean. Uh, but that's that's my guess. What do you guys think was in Cyril's Man. box? Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for a great podcast. I'll talk to you later
0: you know in an endless world of possibilities right where like if you think about something that's probably happened or is going to happen right will endless Mm -hmm. possibilities there's somebody out there right now click clacking on their keyboard writing a fucking spicy fanfic where uh, sheev palpatine uh sexually dominates cyril and cyril's got like a Death Star ball gag in his mouth and shit and he's wearing oh like my little goodness. little plastic, you know, those like black plastic leather shorts, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. Chief Palpatine's riding him around like a burrow. No, no. no, 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 no. Um I don't know. I think maybe Cyril's got like a, a bootleg copy of the Star Wars version of uh Elsa She Wolf of the SS or some shit like that. You know what I mean?
3: I think it's that hollow recording of Cassian's young face. Ooh. Ooh. That could be it.
0: He's fucking angrily cranking one out to that all the time.
3: That or it's his costume designs for his uniform whenever he does get his rep back. Oh my God. He's got like little, little fashion
0: notebook drawings of his, Yeah, of his, his like the tailoring he wants done on his
3: clothes. Mm-hmm. He's got an ISB outfit. He's got a corpo outfit, you know, depending on what kind of job he could get back. Man, 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 man.
0: I like to think he's got, like, spicy historical drawings of Ki-Adi Mundi in there, you know?
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: That actually probably make him too much of a good guy.
3: Yeah. Reverence for a Jedi, no matter how twisted. He's
0: got, like, a car battery in there. That he hooks up to his nipples like in uh
2: Whoa whoa Tales whoa. from the Crypt
0: Demon Night. Did you ever see that, Will? Did you ever see that mm.
3: movie Demon Night? Did it have Billy Zane in it? It sure did. It sure did. I've probably Billy Zane. seen parts of it, yeah. <clears throat> we um I don't know if I've seen the whole thing, man, but I've probably so seen parts of
0: it. I've talked about the 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 camp that we would have at the Boy Scout meeting hall during the winter. Mm-hmm. So like when it was too cold we'd have a camp out that would just be us hanging out in the meeting hall and everybody bring TVs and game consoles and movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And a kid brought demon night and there's like some pretty spicy nudity in that. And like, look, you get a bunch of, you know, 12 to like 15 year old dudes in a room with a Mm -hmm. movie that's got boobies on it. Like it becomes, it's going to sound like they're watching the Super Bowl, Right. And the next day, um, a dude i was in the boy scouts with well so it turns out he got freaked out and called his mom and told her about it and the next no. time she came up there and was chewing out our scout master about it shoo she was big mad she was big big mad that's funny all right let's hear from our buddy jim
4: Hello, Hawes and Will. Good evening. Uh, wow. How about this award-winning show? Award you know <laughs> that it's award-winning, man. I mean, I love that Lord of the Rings show. I really enjoyed uh, the Game of Thrones show. I liked it all, but and I know I'm biased, this is next level. I'm convinced. I've watched and rewatched so many times, trying to figure out that goofy question I asked you last week. I know I sounded uh, completely baked out of my gourd last week. There's a perfectly were. good explanation for that. I'm sure um, I was. You know,
3: but uh, well, I, I thought
4: about the question a lot, and I think that the main thing that's it's, it's not missing it's it's that it's got it's so close to reality in, in certain moments. The way that whoever's responsible for Tony Gilroy, whoever, is getting the, react, the acting out of these actors and just bringing us to reality in the situations, you know, like grocery, so many people are able to put themselves in, like it's hitting close to home, just family, the, 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 the drama, you know, it's just so real maybe it takes away from like the whimsy uh or like the the taking you know we want to step out of reality you know escape reality for a little bit sometimes and if it's too much maybe that's what i'm that's why i couldn't figure it out what's missing what what but my point is it leads me to my question um it's it's so close to reality if a, a fight just broke out with lightsabers across you know the screen we would be like whoa where where did this come from you know I, do you guys think that we're going to have that moment that, like how they had to do it at the end of Rogue One do you think we will have something fantastic over the top like whoa this season alright guys ignite the green
0: Honestly, I don't think so. I think this might be the first time where they don't—they don't find a way to work a lightsaber in. You know, like even if Darth Vader showed up in this show, I think his portrayal would be more like less uh, rooted in the the dark side of the Force of him. You know what I mean? As I just it, it just it seems like this might finally be the time when they don't work lightsabers of the force into the show and i don't think darth vader i wouldn't be surprised if he is not an element of this show at all like even in the second season but I, on the other hand i could kind of see them working him in at some point in the second season just for that sort of continuity with rogue one right but even if they did i don't think it would be like you know necessarily that hallway scene or some shit you know like they had in rogue one
3: i forget the time spot, but is this near any time the Kenobi stuff is happening?
0: Uh no.
3: No. So okay,
0: Kenobi is ten years post episode three, right?
3: And this is like six years before episode three or something like that. No, this is this is five
0: five years before episode four. So there's probably like a three to four year gap in between Kenobi and the start of Andor. Okay. Um somewhere around there. I used to be a lot better with the timeline stuff, but man, there's so much shit going on
3: now that it's it's getting a little hard. Maybe possible you come across Reva. Reva. The evil Oh.
0: No, the see, wounded. This is the thing once again under a different creative team i could see something like that happening but they just this this seems completely unconcerned yeah with anything else but the story it's telling you know what i mean which is cool i'm not taking i'm not saying that's a bad thing it's actually quite refreshing but that's what you want yeah so i mean like clearly they've thought about it interfacing right with other things and, and mentioning like the gorman massacre Um, which is something that gets brought up in Rebels and stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not like they just are completely disregarding Star Wars canon, but it does not seem interested in, like, interfacing with anything else that's been made before, right? Um, Except for Rogue One. So, I don't know. My big question was, would they ever... Work, try to work Tarkin into it. Um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure because I could definitely go for some Tarkin, but I don't know. Oh, well, looky here, Will disconnected again. All right, I got Will back again. Let's hear this one from uh, our buddy Rick, Rick Villanueva.
2: Hey, Hawes and Will. Hope this week has found you both well. Eh. Um, I got a couple of things I want to bring up to you guys this week. First of all, like I did last week, and or another kick-ass episode, episode 9. It's pretty great. Um, Yeah, I'm not really going to go into all of that stuff. Um, uh, Hawes, I need to extend an apology uh oh, because it turns out uh, my bringing up Cinta's uh, innocence <laughs> in uh, her affairs
0: here, but... um, might have been a thing
2: that derailed innocent. you from talking about Kiyadi Monday last week. And I brought it up on the Twitch thing, and you were all like, "Hey, that, that was cool." But I was listening to you and Steele on uh, the Hawes calls, and um, the fact that you didn't bring it up, I kind of feel like that was my fault a little bit. Maybe not, but uh, I will. I will assume the responsibility of that. So. Uh, I apologize. A um, couple things for you. Uh, since you and Steel were talking about that, Steel brought up... Um, wouldn't it be cool if they brought in like that little claw mini rig uh, into the show? Or I forget how he brought it up. With that little claw mini rig, it's called a Cap 2. And it was canonized. Um, that Cap 2 makes an appearance in um, Adam Christopher's... Um, was it uh, shadow of the Sith book that came out a few months ago? And I know steel doesn't have time to read the books and I guess he hasn't talked to King time about it, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, it's Canon. So, you know, they, they could show up anywhere. Oh, you guys were talking about tales of the Jedi. That's right. the yeah, Yattle yeah, ship. Um, but I do have a question for you guys. And so last week they were talking about the banker that might be coming to meet Mon Mothma, the, uh, the wealthy thug, as she calls him. And uh, what's the name? His name is like uh, Devil Scaldin, something like that. And no I got to thinking no about banking and bankers in Star Wars. And I'm wondering, only because the name kind of was like, it eh, kind of sounds like another banker name that we saw or somebody who was involved with uh, peoples of money. Um, Plagueis, his uh, real name is Higo Damask. And I don't know why Devil Scaldin and Higo Damask kind of felt like they went together a little bit to me. So how would you feel? If this, uh, Davos Skaldin or Skund, whatever this character's name is, uh, is one of the Mune species, we haven't really seen any alien species on screen, at least front and center. I know Tony Kilroy said something about like he didn't want like the aliens to be like, um, quote unquote, like introduced into the show, just kind of like they just exist in the background as part of the normal Star Wars tapestry or whatever. Um, but I don't know, I thought that might be kind of a a sweet pull to kind of pull in one of those characters. And uh, I don't know, maybe prime us for a little bit of what's going on with the Acolyte later on next year. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave you guys to that. I don't really have much else. Just uh, thanks for the great show. I will talk with you all, you guys, soon. Been enjoying the Twitch stuff, enjoying the Patreon stuff. You guys rule. I will talk with you all soon. May the force be with you. Thanks,
0: buddy. So listen, I don't know how we didn't address it again. I can't even remember the timeline of things if, if Rick's question derailed the discussion of that. But I am frankly ashamed of myself for not bringing up the fact that our boy, ki Mundi, was in Tales of the Jedi. Yeah, um, right? I, like The only thing I can think of is in episode three when Obi-Wan is like, I have failed you, Anakin. I have failed you. I have failed our listeners. I have failed... Silas Carson, I have failed Star Wars fandom, and I don't know how I'm going to recover from it.
3: You <laughs> have not failed anybody.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bro. Um, um, I believe in the show they said Davos then is Shandrillan, just like Tao and Mon Mothma.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess uh, he could have st- still been an alien guy born on Shandrilla, you know?
3: Possible. Yeah. Um I have Maybe a feeling possible.
0: it's gonna just be a guy though. Just say hey there, gay.
3: I like that towel character too.
0: I wouldn't I do too. I would not um I would not be opposed to uh, a member of that sort of species, the the Mune showing up. Um,
3: would be cool because
0: they would have to look better than they did in that one scene in Attack of the Clones you know what I mean for for Mm -hmm. some reason um, I feel like a lot of the, the special effects and stuff in the prequels hold up but you know there's that one real rough scene where Anakin's riding like surfing on the back of that creature and then that the model for that Mune character has always looked a little off so
3: yeah. Um I thought the guy that um Obi Wan Kenobi talked to right before he got iced on Utapau, I thought that was immune, but I, I um uh, but it no, is not.
0: No, that's that is that's the same race as the Grand Inquisitor. Okay. Um I think that is an U Utapowan, maybe even. Um Immune is the guy from the banking clan so you know when the when like the Legion of Doom is sitting around the table with Count Dooku on Geonosis. And then there's like all the representative from the techno guild and the dude's doing like the, like messing with the, the, the Korg synthesizer on his chest. Mm -hmm. The guy with the big long head at the table, that's with the banking clan. He's immune. And that is, that is, that is slash was the race of Darth Plagueis. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that has been reconfirmed, right? In, okay,
3: um, so that's not necessarily canon?
0: I don't know. I don't know one way or another, you know? I, I, I mm-hmm. don't want to say it is or it hasn't, uh, because I'll just end up being wrong. But, <laughs> um, if it hasn't been reconfirmed, and he is part of the, Al, al- <clears throat> he is part of that show that's, um, that's going to be coming sometime, uh, the Acolyte, got it. Um, there's a chance they change that race if that hasn't been reconfirmed.
4: Mm-hmm. I did see,
0: okay. interestingly enough, speak of that show, I saw a, an article going around that apparently Daphne Keene from Logan, she plays like the, essentially like X-23 in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like she might have been cast in that show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I think that's real cool. Yeah. That show is a pretty exciting prospect, I got to say, man. Like that is the one where like so, you know, Andor is different in its sort of like spy craft storytelling mm-hmm. approach. To me, that show the acolyte has the most potential to be the most different like we're getting an area we haven't seen like a a part of the timeline we haven't seen in live action like i don't know something about that one is real exciting like as far as the potential of it goes show me some new, some new damn spaceships all right buddy listen let's do one more voicemail and then call it a night how you feel about that i feel it all right, so Jacob, we're gonna do Jacob's um, voicemail, and then next week Neil, Kobe, and Joshua will get to you guys. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Peace and love. That's man's playing the, the mouth harp.
5: What is up, my dudes? I'm coming in, riding on those cosmic waves. I haven't found the mighty Sasquatch yet, but I will give you my word, my wizardly word, that if I do find Sasquatch, Blue Harvest has the exclusive meteorites. Heck yeah. To Sasquatch's discovery. And, uh, you know, I mentioned wizardly, and lately, you know what I've been up to? I just uh, constructed a magic wizard staff. And, uh, you know, on my path of life, I have now discovered I've always been on the path and, and you know, of being a wizard. And so now I've dedicated my life to becoming a wizard. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of dope-ass wizards, like uh, Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Gandalf, Merlin, you know, to name a few. And... know, it's got me really thinking about Andor. And, uh, you know, a lot of people mention, oh, Andor is the first show that doesn't feature the Force, but it might be the most important element of the show after all, because it's kind of hilarious that, uh, you know, Andor exists in the same universe as Return of the Jedi. So only like, what, seven years from where we are in the show right now or eight years, I, I get my timelines mixed up. The motherfucking Ewoks helped take down the Empire. Some shamanistic little space teddy bears from a forest village, man. Jacob, did you drink the bong water? No, pe- no hey,
0: I love it. I want I to tell you, peyote. I love every second of this. Uh, so I'm not being a dick. I love every second of this, but I knew this guy one time. He drank bong water and I think he he and Jacob would have been vibing in those moments. You know what I mean? And and didn't it didn't end as well? All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see where it goes. I'm a, I'm telling you guys,
5: I'm along for this journey. Take down the machine of the empire, and you know it's. What? No. Nope. Oh no. No.
3: Nope.
0: Okay. This is this is not Jacob's fault. This is this is a Hall's
5: fault empire and you know it's really interesting how fast emperor palpatine has just shrouded the galaxy in the dark side you know the entire empire is constructed to be just a machine an oppressing machine where you know to quote yoda uh, the force surrounds us binds us the force is all about symbiosis and uh you know it's all about working together from the tiniest microbes to you know people to animals to nature it's all about working together in harmony where palpatine has constructed the empire to be the system that just takes these people and just oppresses them Entirely breaks their connection from the Force. He's basically eradicating the Force from the galaxy to then ultimately, in his eyes, control the Force for himself. And, you know, that's seen in all of the, you know, shots of the Empire from the ISB office to the prison. Everything is so immaculately clean, white, entirely sterilized. Where, you know, you see um, the episodes where Cassian runs the heist. You know, those local people, they had their entire kind of tribal religion based on that crazy cosmic event. And, you know, the Empire ultimately says that all the worlds that they control, people can no longer do their local festivals, their religions. It's just all one entity, one machine. So, and, you know, it's just interesting because you think about it, a lot of, you know, in real life, us humans are entirely tethered to the world, to the little tiny microbes, the bacteria, you know, there's all sorts of weird little tiny beings, you know, those weird little freaky little microscopic bear looking dudes, I forget what those are called, Tardigrades. but they live they on faces and bears. stuff, and without them, you know, we wouldn't survive. We couldn't digest food properly. You know, we're an entire people of symbiosis. I love this guy. So the entire idea of going out to space where it's entire, where it's spaceships would be entirely sterilized and stuff. We wouldn't survive very long. We're entirely tethered to the world. So it's just, you know, interesting that, and I think it's entirely kick-ass that Ewoks helped take down these little bastards of the empire, man. Helped bring the entire thing down. And so, in a lot of ways, you know, Andor is definitely to the spirit of George Lucas. He was totally against the fascism going on um, during the Nixon administration and all that. And it's, you know, kind of gives me terrifying vibes, Andor, of a possible future where we're so entirely industrialized and roboticized so uh, you know just wanted to get my thoughts out about that see what you guys think and uh, I think you know in order for the rebellion to come together They have to you know realize that symbiosis rather than trying to backstab each other um, You know get in each other's ways. They need to work together to take down the Empire All right, let me know what you guys think. Thanks always for the great show, and Jacobo Wizard-O out!
0: I was going to say, he better end it with some mouth heart.
3: Now, that was an experience. That was an experience. I felt like I should listen to the B-side. That was like
0: the dark side of the moon of blue harvest voicemails you know what i mean like i went on a cosmic experience on a, from from the effects of a of a fucking voicemail to my goofy little pop i'm cover. just impressed oh i mean i was hanging on every word and it's real funny to me that jacob shouted out all those different wizards and didn't shout out the one wizard that i would say he sounds like he is the most like and that's radagast
3: Radagast. That dude is a brown. total Radagast. He is. He loves the nature. Oh, man.
0: Water bears are cool. Tardigrades?
3: Tardigrades, yeah.
0: I think those guys are cool. They can live there in are space, experiments,
3: right? As Yeah, as I said, they're experiments to determine their survivability in space, which doesn't look bad. I mean, it looks promising from what I understand.
0: They just seem like, I don't know. You know what I mean? They just...
3: The, they're the epitome of life finds a way. Right. Right. They certainly are. Um, So hearty.
0: Just chilling. Little space bears. Little microscopic space bears. Man. Mm-hmm. Love those guys. Love those guys. Want to hang out
3: with those guys. Want to get to know those guys. You know what I mean? It makes me think about... Kind of in the alien world, how some of their technology feels organic, like to be inside an organic shell or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in Independence mm-hmm. Day, the alien is inside kind of an organic robot. Yeah, kind of
0: right. There's there's something about it there for sure. So
3: if you could could construct some sort of organic suit. ...that was tardigrade-like, I mean, you could maybe survive the rigors of space. Oh, listen to this, man. If you made a tardigrade bio Jesus suit or Jesus
0: Christ, something. is this Will Witten or Frank Herbert I'm hanging out with? <laughs> Woo! That's spicy, Will. I like that idea. Let's, listen to this. Woo! It gets me all jazzed up, that kind of talk. Science what? fiction. I have to write this down and put it in Cyril's secret little box.
3: Yeah, tell his mama to stay the fuck
0: out of my box. You know what's funny is, um, like, okay, yeah, so Andor doesn't feature, quote-unquote, the Force, right? Um, But, um, like, in Star Wars, the Force is everywhere. So the Force is present and, and influencing and, and things like that, but it's not, you don't have anybody who is, like... <laughs> connected to or manipulating or in in um, in harmony with the
3: force you know and the will of the force is mysterious and unknowns to even a jedi master right you know so who's to say cassian ending up in prison instead of captured in the dragnet of the empire at the moment isn't the force working its mysterious way out
0: well you know i mean that would that would absolutely be the view of like a jedi right it would Mm -hmm. be like no this is this is as the force wills it kind of interesting to think about All right, buddy I think that's going to wrap it up Um, thanks for recording with me this week
3: dude thanks for having me on I know it's uh, I know it's a labor of love but I know it's a labor nonetheless Uh, no,
0: it's usually okay I'm just feeling a little beat up today so Uh, thanks guys for understanding Um, this one's a little shorter and we didn't get all the emails and voicemails but we'll Get caught up next week. You know how we do. Um, Show will. Listen, leave us a five-star review when you have a chance, if you haven't already. Please, that would be really cool. Uh, If you like our theme song, be sure to check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. They're Stoned Cobra, and you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, or stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. And check out me and Steve on the High Potion Podcast, where we talk about video games. And until next week, when... We'll be like we we'll only have like two episodes of Andor left after next week. Woo. Well, until then this has been Blue
3: Harvest and I'm Paul's Burkhardt And I'm Will Whitten. And may the Force be with me. May the Force be with all of you. Ah!